0: Santa needs to suit up. I mean, if, he, if, if he's going to help him, he needs to suit up and see if he can get some push on that offensive line. <laughs>
1: we could put Santa in at running back.
0: No, 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 no. Put, it, put him in on the line. He's He's got, you know, that belly shaking like a bowl <laughs> full of jelly. He might be able to, to bust open some holes for, for Snell or for uh, Connor to run
1: through. Yeah, that's a good point. Santa, come help the Steelers out, literally.
0: Welcome to the Married to Football Podcast, the superfan take football today.
1: Realistically, though, looking forward, do you think the Steelers can rebound for the playoffs?
0: Um, I think it kind of depends on what you mean in terms of what rebounding would be defined as. Um, you know, they're going to make the playoffs. That's already been clinched, so there's not any doubt there. Um, you know, but they've got games left against the Colts and the Browns. You know, two teams that are both ten and four. Um, they're still in danger of not winning this division, uh, and they could become the first team to to ever start a season eleven o eleven and o and then finish at oh and five. Yeah. Um. That would be pretty devastating on a team's psyche going into the playoffs. Even if, and this isn't the case, but even if all of five of those teams were playoff teams that they lost to going in, going into the playoffs, you know that that's that's going to be a hard thing to to rebound from. Um, I think the biggest problem is that running game. Um, it improved against the Bengals, but it was the Bengals. Um, and it only improved to 23 carries for 86 yards. So not exactly a stellar showing. Mm -mm. Um, you know, I think Ben continues to struggle. He's, he's kind of getting by on, on volume, but he's not being efficient. You know, he's 20 of 38 for a touchdown and an interception. So pretty mediocre numbers there. Um, their defense, you know, at the beginning of this year, um, was giving up a lot of big yardage numbers to opponents, but they were getting the wins, so it didn't matter as much. Uh, But those injuries have worn them down. It's affecting them. They're giving up points that they weren't giving up earlier in the year. Teams like the Bengals. Um, And at this point, to be honest, there's not really any good reason to expect they're going to be able to turn around all of those issues on defense uh, or with that running game. They're not getting anybody... Uh, back realistically. Uh, James Conner isn't going to significantly impact this one way or the other, and they're not getting those defenders back. So I, I don't know that they're, a, that they're really going to be able to turn it around. Uh, I do think that there's a possibility they get to the playoffs and they win a first-round game. Uh, all depends on who the opponent is, where the game is at. Um but I don't see them getting any further than that. Uh at the most I think they advance um past the first round and then get bounced after that. Um and at this point too there's still there's still a scenario where they lose these next two games um and the Browns take that division and depending on how the seeds work out, they could be they could be looking at two games in a row against Cleveland. Yeah, One to end the regular season and one to the playoffs. Yeah,
1: wouldn't that be crazy? Um, That would be crazy.
0: It would would be a real crazy place to end the regular season and start the postseason given uh, how much of a gap we thought there was between these two teams earlier this year. Yeah.
1: Eric, what do you think about it?
0: Uh,
2: I have a hot take. You want to hear my hot take?
1: Yes, I would love to hear it. (laughs)
2: I don't think you want to hear it, though. Okay,
1: well, I want to hear it. I think Dale
2: might want to hear it. Okay. (laughs) All right, here it goes. Brace yourself. The Steelers will not win another game this season.
1: Really? You don't think so?
2: Steelers are going 0 for the rest of the year. I think they lose against the Colts. I think they lose against the Browns. And then I think they lose that opening round playoff game uh big ben looks like a statue uh he looks like something's wrong
1: yeah he does and, he actually
2: does uh i speculate that maybe he's having some arm problems which is why he's hesitant to throw the ball downfield.
1: okay
2: or to throw it throw into certain windows where he normally would so he feels like he doesn't have the arm strength i'm thinking opposing defenses are picking up on this and they've adjusted their coverages accordingly perhaps uh backing players up and giving them more space, knowing that if he needs to throw a ball downfield, he's got to put more air under it, Mm -hmm. and they have time to to make up that ground and close in on it. He's not throwing the ball on a rope. Also, defenses know that the Steelers can't run the ball. When you can't run the ball, you have a lot, much more difficulty opening up the passing game. Yeah. So those two things combined, uh, couple that with a Steelers defense that has suddenly become, you know, average which they were they were not average earlier in the year you take a few key pieces out get a little banged up all of a sudden you know you have teams like the Bengals with a, what a third string quarterback I mean I guess if he, well maybe the second string he's I, backup a yeah he, he's the backup for Joe
1: Mixon
2: he'd be a third string most places um yeah you have that guy uh beating your defense I don't know they just they just look they just look like they went downhill so
1: fast yeah
2: and it's remarkable. Now, I have to hand it to Dale. He was calling this out week after week after week on on all these uh, deficiencies that the Steelers had. And then once uh, Budgie Pre went down, you really started to see that there there was doubt in their defense stopping people. And once uh, they figured out that they couldn't run the ball, that that game they won against the Ravens, where the Ravens almost beat them with RG3 at quarterback, that was a real eye-opener. Yeah, that was the last game they won. Yeah, I feel like if Lamar Jackson was in that game, they probably would have lost that game, too. And then, think think about this. Had Lamar Lamar been healthy, Steelers lose that game, then what? Do we have a three-way tie for first place right now in the AFC North? Is that what would be going on? I believe so.
0: Yeah, I have a hard time believing that 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 team that, that beat the Browns on Monday night, if that team takes the field against the Steelers, I don't see the Steelers coming away with a win.
2: Oh, I don't see the Steelers coming anywhere close to win. I think they get their fox.
0: clean.
1: Well, um, I, I know you don't think the Steelers are going to win another game, but for some reason, I do think they win this week. I think that they, like— You
2: Think you still think they're going to the Super Bowl.
1: I do. I do. I know. I'm, I'm a, a homer. <laughs> I have this, like, whole, like, this is my theory. I know it's called me crazy. I have this weird theory that, like, Ben is sucking a little bit on purpose. Like, I'm, like... I don't, Why, really know. Though? I don't know. I just feel like maybe he's trying to like not put it all out there and saving it for the playoffs. Maybe that's me just being overly optimistic and hopeful because I'm losing my mind watching these games. Like I'm watching these games and I'm literally, I go through emotions. Like at first, you guys, if you would have saw me during that game, at first I was like stumped. I'm like, this is weird. And then I literally was like getting sick and then I thought I was going to vomit. And then I was just swearing at the TV. And I said to Adam, I can't watch this. I'm going to vomit. Like, that was my range of emotions that day. It was, like, the worst experience. So I had to make up a story in my head that Ben can't be this bad. He he He's just saving it. Like, that's what I made up in my head, that Ben is trying to save this for the playoffs.
0: Well, I, I think it's important to to note that, like, again, Ben is 38 years old. He At times, he can be this bad. It doesn't mean that he's, you know trash for the rest of his life maybe it does maybe he is but you know he he can be that bad um because he's not what he was he he can't he can't shrug off these hits as easily as he used to be able to uh he can't move you know he was never mobile quote-unquote no he wasn't but he's certainly not moving around as well as he might have you know 15 years ago Mm -hmm. so i mean it's 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 this. This is the way it goes. These things add up, and it, and it's hard because it ha- well, most of the time it happens very gradually, and so you know one day we've got our Pro Bowl, you know, quarterback or whatever. The next day we've got a guy that has been. I'm not saying Benza has been yet, but he's he's closer to a has been than he is to an All Pro. I'll we'll put it that way. I think most people can can agree on that. But but I to go back to what Eric was saying though. I'm not sure I'm as confident as him at um as uh at, at saying that they're not going to win another game the rest of this year because i would be I would not be surprised in the least to watch them lose these next two, then slot up against the browns in the first round of the playoffs and somehow find a way to get a win out of that, mm-hmm. but I think the chance of them going over for the rest of this season is a lot higher Shannon than you want to give it credit for being
1: well I don't I don't know I just like when you look back like if you look back I I went through and I was like you know when we played the Bengals the first time Ben threw four touchdowns he looked good but you know what but Dupree was there you know I keep going back and looking at other games and being like what was the difference maker like what is causing this shift because I, I don't feel like the shift is just on offense. I feel like the shift is on defense too. The defense gave up too much running yards. Giovanni Bernard looked like, you know, he looked amazing. Like, and he's a backup. I don't know. It was just it was the worst game and I I keep saying I want to forget these games every week, but it's like I've had 3 in a row that I'm like, okay, I'm going to forget. I'm going to move on. So I'm going to be hopeful this week again, but if they lose to the Colts, I don't know if that team can beat the Browns because you have Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt. Baker is playing really well right now. You know, I don't, I don't, even Adam said, he's like, I don't think the Steelers could beat the Browns if they played the Browns right now.
0: And that's exactly why I think that there's a chance that they would. Um, but I think the other thing too, so in the first matchup between the Steelers and the Bengals, Ben threw for 333 yards and four touchdowns. He was still inefficient. It was 27 for 46. So, I mean, he was still throwing a lot. Mm -hmm. And the running game still, the running game still didn't really do anything. Connor had 13 carries for 36 yards. So what that says to me as one potential possibility is, is that the teams have, the teams that can, the teams that can pull it off have schemed against the Steelers to take away whatever it is that they're trying to do in the secondary, mm-hmm. and I feel like that they're they're disrupting and slowing down this passing game because they they feel like if they can if they can focus in on that area, they can get Ben to to throw a lot of balls, and you know maybe hopefully in theory wear his arm out somewhat. Uh, that that ultimately they're going to get enough stops to get that offense off the field. And they're not worried about what the Steelers will do running the ball. That's without looking at any film or anything like that. But it suggests to me that they're, that they're not worried about the Steelers running the ball.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they just know that they're not going to run the ball. And
0: The old adage is you, you know, you, r- you run to set up the pass
1: Yeah.
0: and we can have discussions over whether that's not the case anymore, but, but it's but the point is there's a reason why that saying exists, and it's because in general you you don't find too many teams that are really successful without an ability to run the ball effectively.
1: Yeah, Eric, you have anything else to add
2: uh, to the Steelers collapse or?
1: Yes, the collapse, the colossal collapse.
2: Um, you know, as as hot as my take was and as confident as I sounded, I too uh, would rep, but. I would be leery if I were a team like the Browns and I got the Steelers in the playoffs. Because who knows? Maybe now that they're they're in, they are saving a little bit in the gas tank. And and How much does home field really mean without any fans? Maybe they don't care where they play. And maybe they're just, you know, saving something for playoff time. And then they come out and they smack uh, whatever team they play in the first round of the mouth. Because they know they're not going to make it, you know, they're not going to be the number one overall seed. The Chiefs aren't going to really fix that. Yeah. So where really are they gaining? I mean, I feel like for pride, they would want to win the AFC North title. And who knows? Maybe they could get you come out and beat the Colts. And then as a Browns fan, I'll be happy because I'll, I'll clean the spot for the Browns. Just so long as the Browns take care of the pesky Jets, we could actually beat the Rams. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, I don't know. Um are uh they need Santa Claus to bring them something. Maybe a maybe a running back. Maybe uh I said
1: Santa Claus needs to bring them quarterback. You know, I said Santa Claus needs to bring them some confidence because I feel like the whole team the confidence is missing. Like you check have you seen any of the interviews, everyone looks like they lost their confidence. Like it got sucked out of them. I'm like, they need confidence.
0: Santa needs to suit up. I mean if he if if he's going to help them, he needs to suit up and see if he can get some push on that offensive line. <laughs>
1: we could put Santa in at running back.
0: No, no, no. no. Put, it, put him in on the line. He's He's got, you know, that belly shaking like a bowl full of jelly. He might be able to to bust open some holes for, for Snell or for uh, Connor to run
1: through. Yeah, that's a good point. Santa, come help the Steelers out, literally. That's what I need. Um, but... We'll talk about the Rams because they lost to the Jets. Finally got the win. You know, are the Rams in trouble or do they have to, you know, how are they going to rebound? I'm not as concerned about them. I think it was a weird loss. That's, I I just, I don't know. That game to me wasn't as big of a deal as the Steelers game, but maybe because I'm a Steelers fan. But what do you think about it, Dale?
0: I agree. Uh, It's embarrassing losing to the Jets um given how bad they've been all year but when when you get a team like that that is coming down to the wire hasn't won a game they're going to be they're going to be playing for pride and they're going to be going all out yeah. they know that they can't they know that they can you know secure playoff position anything like that and it, most of it doesn't matter but these guys are also professionals they they uh um, they're out there to do their jobs and they do care they don't like losing so you're going to get, you know, the proverbial best shot from a team like that. Um, it's not an excuse, but I don't think it should be too too stunning that it happened. Um, now, as far as what they can do, you know, you might say, what what's the difference between, you know, the Steelers and the Rams in this? And the Steelers have already clinched, of course, and the Rams have not. Um But I, I do think the Rams can overcome this. Um, because they're still, as of at least right now, the five seed, um, they're still in playoff position. Now they can still miss the playoffs, uh, but that would basically require them to lose against, uh, the Seahawks and Cardinals and have the bears win out against the Jags and Packers. Mm -hmm. So those aren't the only scenarios under which they, they miss it, but that's the most likely one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that's that's certainly possible. I it mean, is
1: possible, The Bears can beat
0: the Jags, yeah. and they can beat the Packers, yeah. especially, depending on what the Packers do at the end, and the Rams can definitely lose to the Seahawks and yeah. Cardinals. But I think there's a better chance that all of that doesn't come together and they still make it in. Um, I I also think that they're good enough that even just left to their own devices that they can take one of their last two against the Seahawks or the Cardinals. Um, most likely the Cardinals, for me. um and that you know that'll get them through into the playoffs. Um, the interesting thing for them is that five spot is is probably the the best quote unquote, best place to be yeah. outside of the division winners because then that gets you that uh, that spot against the NFC East Champ. Um, now you know it's and any given Sunday, anyone can beat anybody, and that doesn't mean that they're going to win. But you have to like their chances setting up against either Washington as it would be right now, uh, or you know, maybe an outside chance of the Giants or uh or Dallas. Yeah. Um but I I think that they can I think that they can rebound and I think that um my the difference for me versus the Steelers question is uh is a couple of reasons. Uh I think that they can rebound because they they have a running game that's at least been moderately effective. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to a competent quarterback and uh, and in and wide receivers that have been a, at at a minimum competent in getting the job done. Uh, I also think they have a they have a good defense that's not suffering from injuries the way the Steelers are. Uh, and then the biggest reason, you know, and we'll kind of get to it in some later topics, is I think the NFC is just based on record a little bit easier right now than than the AFC is. Yeah. So I, I think the Rams can do it. Um no guarantee, but I think the chances are they they get into the playoffs somewhere.
1: Okay. Eric, what do you think?
2: Well since there's seven playoff teams, the the first team out right now in the NFC is Chicago mm-hmm. at seven and seven. So the Rams just have to win one of the next two games. Yeah. Because well, here's the thing. I don't see Tampa Bay losing both their games. They're gonna no. win one or both. They play the Lions and the Falcons.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So and so, what it comes down to really is the Rams. If the Rams beat Arizona, you know, then they're in for sure. I think all the teams that are in now are mm-hmm. in. It's, you, you might you might see uh, a little bit of footpaw in there and the the seating depending on who wins what. Yeah. Uh I the like I like thing, Washington.
1: Yeah. The only to thing I'm a out. little worried about is uh if you would have I don't know, two weeks ago I would have never thought Chicago even had a chance of like being in the playoff hunt. Like I wasn't they weren't even on my radar. But now I was thinking about it. When they play Green Bay, if Green Bay decides to sit all their starters because they have that number one locked up and they went out, they could technically if those other teams lose, they could end up being that seventh seed. You know, I never thought about them being in the playoffs, but now they do have a chance technically, especially if, you know, also, I, I don't see the Packers playing Aaron Rodgers if they have the number one seed locked up, you know,
0: the, uh, the New York times says that the bears have a 32% chance to make the playoffs.
2: Oh,
1: that's actually pretty high. Yeah.
2: It's better than zero.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's higher than I would have, uh, I would have thought.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't think like two weeks ago that they were even like in contention and now. I mean but once again, Dale, what you you said, any given Sunday, these teams, you know
0: Yeah, I mean we we, we do all of this prognosticating and then if (laughs) then if Chicago goes and loses to Jacksonville, then all all of what we just discussed goes right out the window. So
2: it's like It, it isn't out of the realm of possibility for the Rams to lose. Their last two games, and the, both those teams are good. Yeah. They have to go to Seattle, and then they host the Cardinals. Uh, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that the Rams finish nine and seven in this playoffs. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Uh, I think the Cardinals are probably going to sneak in, but I also think they're maybe a little ahead of schedule. Uh, Murray, you know, in his development, I don't think you were expecting him to be very competitive until maybe next year as far as uh, looking to make some noise in the playoffs. But, I mean, here they are. And good for them. I guess that draft pick worked out really well. And good for them going out and getting DeAndre Hopkins. That's made a big difference.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but well, you know, that back, literal,
0: That literally was the difference between them winning and losing a game. Yeah.
2: That's true. They would be 7-7 uh, seven and seven right now. They'd be tied with the Bears right now if uh, Hopkins hadn't pulled down that Hail Mary. And yep. for Buffalo, Buffalo would be 12-2 and two right on the heels of KC if they had uh, won that game. They, they should have won that game. They deserve to win that game. The damn defensive backs on how to knock a ball down. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
0: Well, uh, hopefully for them... Uh, it'll end up not mattering because right now they're two games behind the Chiefs and they're ahead of the Steelers. So if they finish in that two spot, it may not have impacted them uh, too negatively.
1: So we talked about all the teams in the playoffs, you know, who it can be, who do you think is getting hot in the AFC and the NFC right now at the right time? I think the bills in the AFC are definitely like the team. I do not want to play. I feel like they are playing really good. They're getting really hot. What do you guys think?
0: I thought I thought this one was really difficult because it, it seems like this year more than in previous years, the teams that are at the top of each conference have been really consistent all year, and they've just been good all year, so they're not necessarily getting hot. Um, I thought that was especially more pronounced in the NFC, where Green Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle have just been kind of head and shoulders above the rest of the the teams in the in the conference all year, mm-hmm. and kind of those excluding the NFC East, the teams after that have basically been consistently the Rams, the Bucks, and the Cardinals all year, um, and they've just sort of swapped around the positions in there. And the other thing about those is that none of them seem to be kind of. You know, catching fire or going on a run, so to speak. So, uh, I really didn't think that there were any that were, you know, kind of catching fire. But that, you know, the Packers—I I never want to play. I never want to play the Packers in the playoffs in Lambeau with a hot, confident Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll throw him. I'll throw them out there, and I'll mention the the Saints. Uh, just because they're you know they're getting Drew Brees back, they are, and then in theory he's a little more rested than normal. same could apply to you know Michael Thomas later on into the playoffs. Uh, maybe hopefully for their sake they're kind of rounding into shape at the best possible time. But for the NFC, I thought it was uh, kind of really difficult to pick a team out like that. For the AFC, you mentioned the Bill,
1: yeah,
0: and I said that 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 the, I think that the That's a decent example, but I think again, they're a team that's been consistent all year. They've been, there hasn't been any point this year where they weren't good. They've dropped some games here and there, but they've always, they've always been good and always been playing well this year. The only team that really stood out to me is kind of really getting hot and coming on at the right time was Baltimore. Yeah. Um, You know, to me that, I mean, the Lamar Jackson is back. The running backs are back Everyone seems to be healthy on that team. They don't seem like they're having any issues, um, you know, with guys being uh, injured on the defense, at least not long-term significant injuries. Um, so that, that's the team. I think we even said last week, if there's a team from that division, the AFC North, that I don't want anything to do with in the playoffs, it's not the Steelers and it's not the Browns, it's the Ravens. I mean, you've got you've to got – defending league MVP and Lamar Jackson, and he looked every bit of it against the Browns. The crazy thing about the AFC this year is that it's so competitive and so top-heavy that, you know, you could have 11-5 and five miss the playoffs this year. Yeah. And that, that record might end up being good enough to get you the number one seed in the NFC. Yeah. Um, so everybody in the AFC playoff race is playing well right now with the exception of the Steelers. So, I, I think I think the way that it's going to work out is that the uh, the Dolphins will end up giving up that seventh spot, and the Ravens will take it over. Uh, and then I think we're going to end up seeing probably the Bills and the Ravens in the first round. Uh, and I would not be surprised to see the Ravens come out of that with a win. I
2: don't know. Um, it it is possible that the Washington football team could end up with a 500 record, which I don't think anybody saw coming considering how they were playing at the beginning of the year. Now, I'm not saying they're hot right now, but if you can get a home playoff game and you're sitting there at 8-8 and and you have the type of uh, defensive front and you generate that type of pressure in a playoff game, the, the Washington football team could actually make some noise. They have some interesting pieces on offense uh, Alex Smith is a good story, but he's also getting the job done. I'm not sure what his uh, injury status is right now, but uh, you know the Green Bay Packers always seem to be hot, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, this is when he turns it up. I, I, I like the Packers right now in the NFC. Um, I believe my 3 will pick at the beginning of the year was the Saints, and. They're a little shaky. Uh Drew Brees still battling back from those injuries. Um, so I'm not too keen on them. So there's not really a, a NFC team that jumps out at me as being a, a hot team right now. But uh for sure in the AFC I like KC still.
1: Okay. I do think, Dale, what you said about Green Bay, like I wouldn't want to go there and play them. Like that home field advantage, I feel like for Green Bay though, does make a difference.
0: Yeah, Eric, you know Eric was talking earlier about how much does it really make a difference this year, and and he's right, uh, with the exception of of weather. And I think when you when you're able to play in a place like Green Bay where the weather is going to be a factor, that can make the difference. So I mean, if you know, if if it's the, you know, for as an example, if it's Green Bay and New Orleans in the uh NFC championship game, there's a big difference between playing that in the dome and playing that at Lambeau. So um that's one of the places that I'd be real scared about playing on the road just because of the impact that the elements could have that it, is completely out of your control.
1: Yep. So what could Santa bring? your team, to help them in their playoff run? Dale?
0: Uh, I'm just going to say a return to full health for uh, the starters on defense. And that's not including guys like Grant Hill, but I'm just saying let's get Miles Garrett to the point where he's not uh, experiencing the after effects of COVID mm-hmm. and he's huffing and puffing all game. Yeah. Um, Denzel Ward, 100%. 100% you know, Ronnie Harrison, 100%. Just get all of those guys back to full health and give them, basically give them the opportunity to go out there and if they get beat, they get beat, but they don't get beat because they were less than 100%. Okay. Let, let the team lose on its own terms if that's what it's going to do or win on its own terms. So I'll say just, uh, just restoration of health for the, the Browns defense.
1: Perfect. Eric, what did you want Santa to bring?
2: I want the three seed.
1: You want the three seed?
2: I want the three seed. I want the AFC North Division title, even if the the Colts or Titans of either or wins out. And we went out. We have a tiebreaker over them, so we wouldn't be fourth, we'd so be third. Um, I don't see Buffalo losing again. So they'll probably be two. Give me that three seed. Give me that three seed, and then give me the six seed in the playoffs. As long as it's not Baltimore, because uh, <laughs> I don't really want to play them again. But uh, give me, yeah, give me the six seed. Give me, give me the six seed. Knock them off, and then give me a divisional game. Browns at Bills at whatever they're calling Ralph Wilson Stadium these days. Oh my goodness! January football playoff game, Buffalo. It's just a damn shame there won't be any fans there.
1: Huh, yeah. can you
2: imagine? Oh my goodness! And I think that's the game the Browns can win.
1: Hmm.
2: I really do. I like that matchup. I'll give me give me that matchup. Give me, and then and then you have that chance to see the Browns and the Chiefs. But maybe even the Ravens again in AFC Championship game. Oh my goodness, what a time it would be!
1: What a time it would
2: be! Okay, the you know, spoiler alert: uh, Santa's not bringing that, so <laughs> you gotta earn it. Wow. So just just
0: to jump in real quick, uh, Eric everything that I'm seeing about Delpit says that it was a season ending Achilles injury. And you sure. don't, you don't come back with less than six months on an Achilles injury. So I don't see any way how He gets back onto the field. Greedy Williams, maybe. And then the bills, um, it was Ralph Wilson stadium from 98 to tw- 2015. It was new era field from 2016 to 2019. Um, and that, that deal expired in July of uh, last year. And so they've just been using Bill's stadium until they oh, get another. Okay, name well that's,
2: right. hmm. that's why I was not sure what it was actually called. Can I just call it Ralph Wilson stadium? Yeah, sure. In my, in apparently mind, they still,
0: apparently they, according to the article, most people in Buffalo still refer to it as the Ralph. Oh.
2: Good. As they should. I like mm-hmm. the Bill's mafia. I'm, I am down with Bills Mafia. I they're one of the few fan bases that don't make my skin crawl or, or make me want to hurl insults at them, <laughs> like you know our friends our friends in Western Pennsylvania.
1: Um, whatever. Well, <laughs> I am so hopeful that they win. Like, if I had one wish to Santa, is that the next two games the Steelers win and. They get their confidence back and then going into the playoffs, they have those two wins under their belt to give them that confidence in the playoffs. I feel like if they lose the next two games, it's not gonna be good in the playoffs. I feel like they need to get at least um, one win.
0: Yeah. It could get, it could get ugly, honestly. If they if they don't believe in themselves, they could any you know, you could just one thing goes wrong and it could all just spin out of control.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Married to Football podcast. Don't forget to rate our show and don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can check us out at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers.